Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Spaceships, aliens command a deadly duel. Will the powerful serpent Titanosaurus' cyclone tail and the robot monster Mechagodzilla's lethal rays destroy Earth? See this ultimate test of power, the terror of Godzilla, rated G. And welcome back to, let me stand corrected, this is the 28th episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down, as we previously talked before the show. I messed up last week. This is Sludge, and of course, hey. sitting across from me is Mark. And our bro- actually brothers from Texas, because we have a special guest tonight. Of course, we've got... It's me, Ruben, and Corpus Christi. And our special guest is none other than Ruben's son, RJ. RJ, say hello. How's it going? I'm happy to be here. Oh, dude, we're awesome. stoked. Awesome. I've been asking for RJ to join, jump on the episode for a while now. So, dude, I'm stoked yeah, to, yeah, I'm that glad. you're here. <laughs> um, do he, wanna... he, his, his busy college life prohibited him so that's many true. times from joining. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you know, quarantine time, so I'm yeah. sitting here. <laughs> yeah. right. it, it, only, it only took a virus, you know, yeah. to, to bring RJ quarantine. on. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah. It only took a pandemic to get me here. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like I was stating, you know, this is actually the 28th episode, so I apologize. Last week I told you guys it was the 28th, or two weeks ago, uh, the 28th episode. I was wrong. Leviathan was episode 27, yes. so I stand corrected. Yes. Um, but hey, before we get started on this one, because we're starting, we're doing Terror of Meg Godzilla, and this has got, we got a lot to talk about on this one. This is a fun one, and there's a lot to discuss as far as the release, the reception. I mean, there's a whole lot for this one we want to discuss. But before we get started, I want to take the opportunity, because we've got several listeners, and um, we know that on our my main, the main episode, the Sludgecast, we play a lot of, you know, some music in between. We've got another musician in the, the, on the show tonight, and that is none other than RJ. And RJ, you just released... Um, your first full-length record, correct? With uh, within my wounds is the project name. Yes, yes. Uh, I I'm a one-man black metal project uh, within my wounds, and I just released my first full-length album called Forest of Iniquity. So you guys need to check that out. Yeah. I, I mean, where it's can awesome. we where can we hear that at? Uh, you can hear it on it is on Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon and most of those good places, um, as well as on uh, Bandcamp. Uh, which is a, a popular streaming platform, but that's the primary place. But you can get it on streaming platforms too. So, so great. Yeah. I've bought the album already, and of course, you now obviously RJ wrote it, so he knows it. And Ruben's bought it because he's his dad, and I mean, he'd be a terrible father not buying yeah. his album. Yeah. You know? exactly. uh, uh, it's great. I, I love the album. Uh, there's a few black metal bands that I've listened to, uh, Exodus being one. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of, well, they're not really black metal. They're all over the place, but I mean, they have a couple black metal records. Um, X-Toll, did y'all ever listen to X-Toll? Yeah, yeah, X-Toll was one of the OG uh, Christian uh, metal oh, bands, dude. actually. So That, uh, undece- yeah. <laughs> that Undeceived record is was, I remember when I first bought that, I was probably third, no, I was older than that, I was probably 16. 
when I bought Undeceived. That's uh, a long time ago because you're what, 35? 35, yes. Yes. Okay. So, by the Just way, guys. Happy we, birthday. We record these early. It is April 3rd. Yeah. You'll hear this Saturday, but <laughs> it's my birthday, and it's actually yeah. 13 minutes into my birthday. Yeah. So this is how I'm starting my birthday off is, is yeah. with with you guys, and absolutely love it. So a um, long time ago, you listened to... A long time ago, <laughs> I listened to uh, X Toll Undeceived. <laughs> I was trying to find a lot of Christian mu- music that I liked that was that was like the the secular music I liked. And I remember bringing X Toll yeah. Undeceived home, and I fell just absolutely in love with that band. Love that band. Mom yeah. heard them or heard me playing that. <laughs> she went off. She was like, you get that devil music out of my house. I'm like, it's not. This is a Christian band. And she, she would not believe yeah. it, man. She was yeah. furious. She brought out the exorcism kit. Yep. She was ready <laughs> oh, to go to town. <laughs> I was like, no, mom, trust me. Struggle is real. Yeah, you know, it, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, closer to you. Well, I, I think I'm, me and your dad are almost the same age. I'm 53. I never asked your dad how old he was, and he does not have to reveal that on the show. <laughs> I, I'm 58. But, uh, I'm okay. You know, I'm 58. Yeah, 58. <laughs> hey, you know, okay. <laughs> uh, I remember, this is funny because I remember in fifth grade being so into KISS. I mean, KISS was everything. And I went to a Catholic elementary school. So we had nuns for teachers. Oh, man. And I remember this nun, boy, she just said, kiss is the devil, and y'all shouldn't be listening to them. And one of these days, they're so terrible, they're just going to kill a man on stage. Oh, you thought that was so funny when she said that. And they're, gonna, they're so evil, they're going to kill a man on stage one of these days. And, you know, now, you know, it's pain compared to, you know, yeah, some of the, I wonder what they, if they thought that, imagine the, the Norwegian black metal scene. Yeah, Nor- yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Those it guys was, were, they, they were, it's, it's wild. It's instant wild heart attacks. They was, yeah, and we are, yeah. pretty, we are yeah. pretty close in age. Uh, my first concert, Kiss and Bob Seger opened up for him. So yeah, I was a Kiss fan back oh, in the day man. myself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Still have never seen so, Kiss. Still oh, yeah. so, awesome. Awesome. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, great band, the, the Destroyer record. You introduced me to it at a very young age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's still my favorite Kiss album. Like, I love Gene's writing more than anybody else's yeah. in the band. So, Destroyer was totally it for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, God of Thunder was, oh, yeah. like, I would oh, rock yeah. that. I don't know how how many times. Uh, yeah, Destroyer, Destroyer is a staple. My oh, yeah. my favorite is, is Hotter Than Hell. That's a great oh, album. Good That's album, good album. Non-live, non-live studio albums. I mean, you can't beat Destroyer. Destroyer is almost on another level, but... My favorite is hotter than hell. Oh, so good. Well, so but, anyway, yeah. um, back but to we digress. Uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll random about music. We could really random music. So, um, oh but, man, we could do a whole. I would. I would love to do a whole show about music. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I totally would. Totally would. But definitely. So, I mean, if you like metal or well, let's stress black metal because it's a totally different type of metal than you know. We don't want somebody going. Yeah, I like Judas Priest. Right. Let me check out Within Thy Wounds. It's gonna be totally different from you. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's yeah. great because I saw Kiss with and Judas Priest o- open for him. Also. Did you really? Yes, I did. Man. Oh, awesome. 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 I love it. That's great. Uh, yeah, so definitely go check out RJ's uh, album "Within Thy Wounds: Force of Iniquity." It's a great record. I mean, I've listened to it a couple times, and RJ definitely uh, hats off to you, man, because I know you did the whole thing yourself. And coming from a guy who was a professional musician for years, I've recorded in big studios. I've recorded at home as well. Um, it's a lot of work, especially when you're doing it all on your own. I mean, when it's just you with your gear in front of a computer, um, there's it, it's so much more work that goes into it. So, um, yeah, I was I was so glad to have 
finish the album because I was getting tired of the songs. Like after editing them so much, like, I'm yeah, yeah. like I'm sure you feel that. Oh <laughs> yes, I do. I'm, I'm sitting on like ten songs of an album that I still have not released and need to oh, get yeah. done. It, but my problem yeah, is is that I'm a I'm a just a I don't, I, we keep a clean show, so I'm gonna try not to say the term. But I'm a gear. <sighs> prostitute, I guess would be the, the proper yeah, way to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I am constantly upgrading and getting new gear. And so every time I get something yeah. new, I'm like, well, now I want to go back and redo those guitars. <laughs> or I want to go back and redo this. Yeah, you know? yeah. That is a problem I run into yep. all the time. So and then I'm there saying, uh, yeah. okay, so you're going to redo everything you've already recorded because you got yes. this new gear oh yeah yeah i gotta Dude, do that my, yep, yep. oh yeah my my album i believe it oh yeah my, my album that i've got every song has been done at least twice oh, like ready to yeah. roll and uh, but then i go back and i'll well, get a new microphone or get some like no no now i want to oh, do this yep. you know but but you got to hear hey, it. Just, why just do you listen think to that it. George Lucas redid all those Star Wars films over and over again? <laughs> how many special editions are out there? Because yeah, oh you can't so to try it out. Hey, Disney's <laughs> talking about releasing the original trilogy on Disney Plus before the special edition. Oh, yes. really? Yeah, that oh. would be like they just on the unedited version. Yep. yep, just the original really? theatrical well, releases. I'm like, dude, that would be great. I mean, I already have my VHS, but still, and, and, and do them justice, man, because if they were in 4K, oh man, yeah, they were. In 4K, oh, that would be that would be, be unbelievable. So, what are we because doing? the, the right. versions I have are not. They're not. <laughs> the, we talked about them before. The ones that are not the Red Menace ones are, are nice. Oh, the Red Menace. So ones I sure would like. Yeah, the Red Menace ones are really great, but I sure would like to see a studio release of them in 4K. That would be awesome. Yeah. But the Red Menaces are just HD, right? This is 4K. Oh, yes. Yeah. I would yeah. like to see those. In that 4K. would be awesome. So, all right, Terra Meg Godzilla. Yes. No, yes. Let me get back on that one. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is just what happens. What makes it good? Makes it fun. Yeah. All right, so Terra of Meg Godzilla was the last. Well, technically it wasn't, but it is that we call it the last of the Showa series. This is the direct sequel to Godzilla vs. Megadzilla from 1974. Terror Megadzilla came out March, help me out here, guys, 15th, 1975? Or no, I'm sorry. It is 1975. Yeah. 1970, March 15th or something like that. It was, it was 74, was not 75. Why did I say 75? It's 74. We got it in 75, 1974, March yeah. 15th, something like that. So, um, but this came out March and, 15th, 1975. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sweet. It. Sweet. Um, so this one came out and unfortunately as good as a movie as this is had the lowest box office sales for Godzilla. And that's what pretty much put Godzilla to rest for at least a decade. Nine hundred fifty, nine hundred. Couldn't believe 000. that. I just could not believe that. When RJ's the one that told me, he goes, "Dad, did you know that?" And I'm like, "Man, I can't believe that." Yeah. Are you sure? Worse Are than- you sure? Did they not know about Revenge of uh, Revenge? Of <laughs> yeah, Godzilla's <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge. Did they not watch that one? What's going on here? Yeah, this you was. Know? I just couldn't believe that. The worst next to Megalon. Megalon just did one million barely. Um, and this one did 970,000 and which was kind of, I mean, cause they wanted to, to bring Godzilla back. I mean, the goal was not to stop here, uh, with this film. They, I mean, they brought a, a Shiro Honda had come back to, as a director. So he replaced June Fukuda, um, and Kira Fukube came back and did the musical score, which he's been, he had been gone from Godzilla for quite a while. Um, so they brought a lot of the big names back to, 
try and up the ante on this film. And uh, in all intents and purposes, I honestly think they did. Um, but uh, it unfortunately just did not capture the audience like they wanted to. And it's the movie that put Godzilla in the hiatus. Um, and then we wouldn't see him again for 10 <laughs> more years. Uh, but this movie, I mean, it, it was a direct sequel to Godzilla versus Meg Godzilla. So, I mean, the aliens from the third planet from the black hole come back, they get the parts from, you know, pieces of Meg Godzilla and they start to build it. Uh, rebuild Meg Godzilla. Uh, Meg Godzilla Two is what the actual thing on this arm says. Um, and but they inquire some help because we have a new bad guy in this movie, and that's the dinosaur Titanosaurus, big underwater dinosaur. Well, he he's on land too, but he, you know he lives in the ocean with an awesome fin tail, like tail fin that uh, makes hypersonic waves. I mean, just you know, at one point just blown Godzilla away. So super cool dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is found by Dr. Mifune and his daughter, Katsura. Uh, Dr. Mifune, who is an extremely interesting character, is a scientist who discovers Titanosaurus, um, but is kind of shot down by his peers. And so they think, you know, he goes into hiding, but he apparently fakes his death. They don't really explain that much. But they think that he's died, and just his daughter, Katsura, is still living. But the aliens team up or get... Dr. Mifune to assist them in building, rebuilding Meg Godzilla because Katsura dies um, in the little pre-story of the film. And they bring her back, and she pretty much becomes a cyborg in this film, and she controls Meg Godzilla because Dr. Mifune says the only thing that can make Meg Godzilla better is living brain cells, and that's how they intertwine. So you got Katsura, who's an extremely interesting character in the movie, um, has control of actually over Titanosaurus and Meg Godzilla. And then, of course... Chaos ensues. You know, our great, we've got some good human characters in this one. Um, Ichinose, um, who's actually played by Katsuhiko Sasaki. Um, we've seen him previously in Godzilla vs. Megalon. Um, and then, of course, T- Tomoko Ai, um, he plays Dr. Mafune. Of course, he, um, or I'm sorry, Katsura, Katsura Mafune. Tomoko Ai, she plays Katsura. She's not been in any of the Godzilla films, but she's been in other tokusatsu films she's a great actress uh she really brings uh, probably the best character in the movie and but then we also have akihiko hirata who is dr mifune himself regular for the godzilla series a lot of really good characters in this and uh pretty much what happens is ichinose the guy we saw in Godzilla's megalon um he gets intertwined in the plot because he believes in dr mifune's research for titanosaurus and and tries to tries to take away the the disgrace that he'd received to make him the great scientist he was. And in the process meets Katsura and falls in love with her. And that intertwines the whole plot and uh, makes a great ending scene for those two that we'll talk about when it comes to the different versions, because unfortunately the American version robbed us of the original Japanese version scene that was just absolutely phenomenal, in my opinion. And then, of course, you bring in the big man. Godzilla shows up in all awesomeness to take on Titanosaurus and Meg Godzilla. This time a little different than the formula from the previous one because we had two good guys against one bad guy. We got one good guy against two bad guys this time. Um, great movie overall. Uh, awesome special effects. Of course, now this was one of the... No, this is the third film that Teriyushi Nakano had fully taken over special effects on um, from Aiji's crew. Did a fantastic job in this. This movie is definitely a cult favorite among Godzilla fans, even though it did so poorly in the box office, because mainly the fight scenes, the fight scenes in this are absolutely a blast. 
uh, super fun. Um, of course, Akira Fukabe's musical score helped bring a darker tone to the movie overall, make it a little more serious instead of the campy films we'd had previously. Um, and then came over here in America, and it was actually came over to America by Bob Kahn Productions under the terror of Godzilla, is what they called it. Um, and, of course, now the terror Godzilla had edited out some scenes, which we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, to for the theatrical release because they want to have a G rating. And then not long, probably about a year after that, um, Henry Saberstein's company, I think at the time was actually called UPA, um, released it on TV as the terror of Godzilla, And that was very different because it had a completely different intro um, and included a few of the cut scenes from Bob Kahn's release back into this one um, for TV. And it was a PG movie instead of the G rating. Um, but very, very, very fun movie overall. Let's go ahead and jump into the things that we liked, didn't like. Let's go with RJ, man. RJ's the guest today. Let's let RJ talk first. RJ, what did you like and not like about this film? Uh, I mean, like I said, I gave it a 3.5, so I, I enjoyed it uh, pretty much all the way through. Um, I just want to, like, right off the bat, I love Titanosaurus. I think he's probably the best part of the movie, in my opinion. I mean, of course, other than Godzilla, he's always the best part. But um, Titanosaurus, I, I love him as a as a villain, um, even though, you know, he's kind of used in the same way Mechagodzilla is. There's just something, in, in my opinion, I think Titano is is underrated um, because of, he's just terrifying. I think he's a, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into that more, but I think he, he just looks scary. Like, I was even, when I was watching it, I was just thinking, like, even him next to Mechagodzilla, like, Mechagodzilla won, like, the, or I guess technically... He's Mechagodzilla too in this, but um, um, like he he's always been scary. But by Titanosaurus in this one is just like something about him, like his eyes, like how tall he is. I don't know. He's just he just freaks me out. But I love it, um, oh, dude. His I'll give with you yeah, the and the eyes, actually, yeah, the eyes yeah. especially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I love Titanosaurus. I also, honestly, I thought the story was pretty good. Um, it's uh, you know, I mean, say what you want about the, the show era films, but this one had a had a pretty good, uh, easy to follow and interesting to follow of plot. I thought and the characters were not super like, um, you know, it wasn't like you didn't absolutely not care about the characters at all. Um, uh, like you said, uh, I uh, don't want to butcher the name, but the the daughter, uh, Katsura, right? Yes, um, like her whole arc um, and her relationship with the other guy. It, it was, I thought it was. I thought it was good, and I thought it was uh, fun to follow. So, yeah, those are probably most of the things I liked. The monster action was uh, top notch, even though it was uh, short. Which um, I don't know if we go, we don't go into things we don't like right away, but it was pretty short. I thought it could have been longer. It's one of the shorter of the short show of series, I believe. Um, but yeah, so those would be the main things. So, sounds good. Ruben, what about you, man? What did you like about it? Uh, I liked the fight scene. Um, I liked the story. I, li- I really liked the story. Uh, it was the story was pretty dark, and uh, RJ's on it. He didn't bring it up, so I'll bring it up. He even said, "He goes, man, the the the, the story's really good, and the score was almost the the score was excellent, and it was almost like a horror movie in some mm-hmm. spots. The soundtrack mm-hmm. of it. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Oh yeah, the definite shades was of like, horror. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely like a horror type movie soundtrack, I should say. I really love that they brought back the original Godzilla Godzilla March, I guess you'd call it. I mean, that's the theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. That was cool to hear again, and it fit perfectly with the movie. Um, 
like that. I I like Titanosaurus too. Uh, Mecha Godzilla, other than uh, his little bit of upgraded weaponry, it was basically the same Mecha Godzilla from from the previous movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I liked that, and, and like I said, the, the acting it was pretty decent. You you cared about the character so much that you don't notice that you don't see after the first what introduction, the first five minutes of the recap from the last movie, which you see Godzilla and you see uh, you actually see Rodan, you see Ghidorah, even though they weren't in the last right, movie. Right, yeah. You see them all, and then you'll see Godzilla for almost thirty-five and forty minutes. And then the you only film, see you know, like I think it was five minutes, minutes into the film. Yeah. Five minute mark or something. Yeah, I think it was like a 45 minutes hour when you first see Godzilla. And my favorite part, actually, is my favorite scene of it all. Uh, I like the fight scenes, but I love Godzilla's introduction in a movie because, it, you know, you got Titanosaurus tearing through the city. Then out of nowhere, yeah. you get that nuclear bath, and all you see is the silhouette of Godzilla. And, uh, you know, kind of in the background. But you see a silhouette, and you know, oh, here comes Godzilla. Now we're going to see an action type of deal. So I really like that. Um, uh, you know, and as far as dislikes, there wasn't too many for me because this is. Uh, we said it before the rec- uh, before we started recording. This is actually one of my go-to films. Um, you know, I can say that about almost every Godzilla film. But you know, if I'm sitting there, and and I, that's one of the movies I go to. You know, I, I really like. I really like both Mechagodzilla movies. Um, this one and the, you know, and the original Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. There's two of my favorites that, you know, I, I feel like watching a Godzilla film from the show era. This is one of them. You know, if I was ranking them, it'd be be up there as far as my favorites. So, um, and when we skip the stop rating later, uh, just know I I was the highest rated. I gave it the <laughs> yeah, highest was. rating for all of them. You know, whether or not it's deserved, it, it doesn't matter because it's just one of my favorites <laughs> and it goes into it, you know, so. <laughs> oh, she's right. so yeah. yeah, he had to, he had to throw uh, that in okay. right. yeah, Just know sure. that, I, that uh, I gave it a higher rating than RG. <laughs> uh, so that means I respect Godzilla more. <laughs> oh, no. That's another <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like, I, there's not much I didn't, yeah. <laughs> there's not much I didn't like about it because I already, this is one of my favorites. Um, you know, the special effects are Toho, you know, and, and it's what I expect. So I can't count that as a real negative. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, they maybe could have done a better job with the aliens and their little helmets <laughs> with the eyes on them. There, you know, that was think, very yeah, Ultraman. Oh, yeah. Very Ultraman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very Ultraman. Exactly. That was very Ultraman. And I think Ultraman and these, la- these last Godzilla films that we've been reviewing, I think Ultraman, especially Megalon, hell, that was a straight straight up knockoff. Yeah, oh you yeah. know, you oh, could yeah. see that. Yeah, you could see the you could see the influence that Ultraman had in in the Japanese in film industry as far as like, hey, they've got something and we got to use it, you yeah. know, to our advantage. So it's really it's really cool to see that, and 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 you know, I don't mind it because I I really enjoy it. But you see that and. Uh, so and I like that they went darker with this with this Godzilla film. Yes, Godzilla is still a hero in this one. He's not, you know, a, a terror or anything. But them making it dark and with the aliens and you know they're always trying to take over the world and for some for some reason they just forget that Godzilla is going to come and you know tear it up again. So um, 
but overall, I, you know, I really like the film, and there's not much I didn't like. I'm trying to really hard to think of something that that it was really negative about it, and you know, I just can't think of anything. I know the budget was low, and and it shows, but that's what's likable about the film. So I, I can't give it a negative for that either. So that's all I got. What about you, Mark? Well, and 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 yeah, Ruben gave it a four, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think you know when I when I first sit down to watch this, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I, I kind of got the idea. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be another mediocre Godzilla movie. I mean, that's honestly what I felt like, and uh, I enjoyed the movie. I liked the the movie, but it didn't just jump out to me. So, uh, Titanosaurus. I liked him, you know, something new, something, uh, but I think it was in what they've talked about. You guys, we've talked about before was it was the same Mecha Godzilla, same, same artillery, same type of, of stuff. So I thought it overall was, I wasn't disappointed, but it didn't jump off the screen at me. And, right. and so it was, it was one of those situations where I liked it, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't one of those things where I would be screaming, "Hey, sludge! Come on, come on, come on! Come on you gotta watch this! Gotta <laughs> yeah. watch this! Got a deal." Uh, <laughs> I liked, I liked the acting and in the special effects. You know, they they weren't bad, but they weren't the best. So, but it, and like you said, it is Toho. So we and you know, we what we can expect from them, right? Uh, I think overall, um, I did like that that it, it was a darker version of a Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. You know, when they first get to the island and, and they come up to the house, it's like, uh, yeah, this this is pretty strange. It's a little bit different, a little darker. Uh, and But I think overall... Yeah, it's almost like a haunted house. It yeah. Was, yeah. 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 A haunted house. And then when his daughter yeah. comes to the door, you can, you know, she's like, like she's half dead anyway. Or <laughs> yeah. acts like yeah. she's half dead. And uh, and so I think, you know, that part I liked and enjoyed something different, different angle. Uh but with me, I gave it a, a middle of the road rating, and and I'll probably catch it later for giving it the low rating because I you know, gave it the, way, the lowest. Just the way, just the way it is. But uh, soundtrack, yeah. the soundtrack. Was I'm pretty good. sure he gave Godzilla's Revenge a higher rating. Yeah, just, just so but I didn't buy a nine ninety eight. I don't own anything ninety eight. So anyway, oh um, man, until <laughs> we get to ninety eight, and Jeez. I don't know. You know what? Once I get to ninety eight, it's gonna that's gonna be rough. That's, that's okay, rough. man. Well, when we get to, when we get there, Mark's gonna give that like a stellar rating, and I'm gonna give it like one of the lowest. Okay, so that's, yeah, we know that's his, we're at. his true colors will, will come out. Got a Godzilla movie? But, you know, RJ, RJ's got a good point. That y'all, y'all consider that a Godzilla movie? Chase does. He he has it on the shelf. Wait, in the in the nerd room, we're on terror Megadzol on this one. I have pictures. I have pictures to prove that. Unfortunately, yes, we will have to consider that in the Godzilla films. Because they had oh, the actual man. license, well, well, and because he's in another well, Godzilla film. I mean, he yeah, he is in yeah. Final Wars. Okay, yeah, and, but it's kind of like they had the license and then they just like totally nah, trashed it. Throw it away. Yeah, to- totally, completely freaking trashed it. You know what? Thanks for the license, but we're gonna go ahead and do our own. Dude, I, I sat down the other day and watched Gargantua, 1998 <laughs> film about giant mutated salamander. Okay, um, terrible movie. Ter- terrible movie. One of the worst John Moss movies I've ever seen. And I got done watching it, and I was like, I-, I had more fun than that than I did the other 98 film that came out in the same year. I was like, this is great. 
Um, so, anyways, I mean, you you tend to have yeah, to defend yourself. Yeah, I have to yeah. dealing with you yeah, guys yeah. on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. so, anything else, Mark? That, no, I'm good right there. Okay. Thanks, RJ, for bailing me out Jeez. there. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe that. All right, so let's let's go with what I liked about this movie. Um, there's actually quite a few things I liked. Uh, one again, the suit. I mean, I've the the mega. Uh, what is oh it? yeah, the mega, the best. Yeah. I like the. Suit. Oh man, yeah. the mega Goji suit is awesome. Yes, I, I forgot to just, mention that. It's that perfect yep. hero, but you know, look, but also has got that look, kind of like. You would think of somebody like sure Blade. Menacing, yeah, menacing, that menacing look. Yeah, on it. So like, you're right. I, I should have brought that up. It, oh it has, man, he's a hero, but it's got a menace. It's a menacing costume. that's really great. I do like oh, I love it. There's a couple yeah. scenes in this movie, especially that they. I feel like they did more so with this suit this time around than and just Godzilla Meg Godzilla, where there's looks on his face, or they shot the face just right. Where especially when he when you he first shows up. Where he's just got that look like I'm about to jack you up. <laughs> I mean, like that's what's yeah. get ready to get to get rocked here. Um, so I love the suit. I mean, I, this is probably my favorite. It, it hands down my favorite '70s show of suit. Um, uh, it's just it's awesome. I love it. I'm glad they used the same one. Um, and so that's a huge plus. A huge plus for me was Titanosaurus. Like RJ, I really like that this monster. I mean, he's very terrifying looking, menacing looking. Yes, especially. I wanted to bring up too, yeah, just like Artie said, with when the scene where you got Titanosaurus or any of the scenes where you got the, the, them together, him and Megazilla, it's just that it, it just looks like a uh, like a, um, a team up of bad guys that's just not to be messed with. Yeah. Um, and, and not to sorry, not to I, I meant to mention he kind of gives me like uh like crazy vibes. Like I got like Carnage Joker vibes from Titano at times. Like just his appearance, not like his actions necessarily. But like he reminded me of car, maybe the color too. But I just felt like it was like a you know a carnage symbiote type of deal going. He just freaked me out. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, like, and he looked unpredictable. You know, what I mean, like, you didn't know yeah. what he was going to do next. And, and so yeah, definitely the Joker or Carnage vibe. I loved it. I was talking mm-hmm. to Mark prior to the show. Um, I, I I think I liked it more too because while I like designs like Gigan and Megalon, I like those more traditional monsters. You know, like Anguirus yeah. or Varen or Gorosaurus. You know, so I liked this traditional yeah. look, um, but it, it wasn't too extravagant or out there like some of the other characters or monsters we've seen. So I, I love Titanosaurus. I think Titanosaurus and a lot of fans feel this way is kind of an underdog um, that doesn't get as much love as he deserves in the community because he's just a fantastic monster. And honestly, he's who fights Godzilla most of this film, anyways. Meg Godzilla spins. Yeah. A lot of time. Because they're just standing back yeah. there a lot oh, yeah. of times. I mean, all he does really is shoot his missiles at him. And I'm like, come on, do something. And so like, hey, I already yeah. did this one. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can get this one. It's almost like he was kind of afraid to step in and go toe to toe again. Well, I think that you know, was the, the the objective was from the black hole aliens was to get Titanosaurus. To wear Godzilla uh, down. To wear Godzilla down. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. wear him out. Yeah. Um, and it's it, and the fight scenes definitely, man, they're some of the some of the best in the show, I think. I mean, they're they're absolutely fantastic fight sequences. Um yeah. I, I love the storyline of Katsura. Uh, I think we've we've all yeah. agreed that story arc was great. Um for, uh, man, yeah. that may be the best story arc since, you know, like the you know, Ghidorah or Invasion of the Astro Monster. Because we've seen aliens yeah. multiple yeah. times. It was very well developed and very interesting. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, as far as the human sequences, and I'll kind of tie into the negatives here, and we'll roll back to RJ so he can get his in. 
Um, you know, there's a lot of the human aspect of the storyline that honestly didn't grab me like some have. I mean, not that I hated it, but didn't care for it. But she kept me going. Like her art, yeah. what was going on with her was just phenomenal throughout the whole film. Um, and I really about her. I, I can't, I can't put my uh, finger on it. I thought maybe do I find her attractive? But it, it, I mean, I don't know what it was. It was right. Something about her that caught my attention. Oh man, it was just it was great. I mean, she she carried. We had a lot of other you know great character or good characters, but she carries it definitely. And the concept of her controlling Titanosaurus and Mega Godzilla there at the end was absolutely just awesome. Um, so I mean, I, I love the monster scenes. Obviously, I love Godzilla's suit. I love the Katsura storyline. Um, but that's probably the and well and the the soundtrack we've talked about it before. Loved hearing Godzilla's theme back. I loved having Akira Fukube back. You know, in total control of the music because he has a great way of writing the perfect score for a film to make it better. And this movie, you know, he did just that, like he always has. Um, I think my only complaints in the movie, um, honestly, would be I mean the special effects were good, but the miniature sets. It's one of those things like when they start yeah. fighting off in the mountainside, I, I, at first I was kind of like, oh, man, we haven't had you know any city destruction in a while. I'd really like to see this all take place in the city. But then I go back and watch it again. I'm like, I'm kind of glad I did the mountainside fight because, I mean, the, the buildings the yeah, yeah. was weak, you know, yeah. um, for Toho yeah. standards, which, I mean, again, we have to. I mean, the budget was yeah. very small. Yeah. So, I mean, you can only do so much. Um, but unfortunately, yeah. that does reflect yeah. on screen, especially watching this on Blu-ray. You can really tell. But, but um, I would prefer I would prefer that to stock footage, which they tried. Yes. In a couple I, of I agree. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, RJ. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I actually like uh, it's weird that you say that because I actually kind of thought the opposite. Um, I mean, I, I guess you're right. I mean, it it's been a while since I've seen a lot of the older shows. Like, so this was a, a refresher for me. Um, but when they showed the miniature sets, I thought. I thought about how much detail goes into that. Like, you know, I saw it and I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like someone's job is to design tiny buildings. So it looks like Godzilla is destroying them. You know what I mean? Like, right, like right. I, 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 in particular, that, that particular aspect. And, and you're right though. I mean, if you're talking about that, you can definitely tell that they're miniatures, like you're 100% correct. Like you can tell that they're miniatures, yeah. but I guess it's more of the novelty of it that I was kind of attracted to. I was like, Oh, that's, I, I was like, I think that's cool. Like, I love that. I, I just, yeah. And I think a lot of it too, I mean, when you look at the miniature sets, especially this time, that I think they could have learned from Aiji Subaraya's company with the Ultraman shows is when you look at the miniature sets on those shows that are made on a daily mm -hmm. versus a you know, couple yeah. months production, sure. a lot of times yeah. those miniatures are nowhere, obviously nowhere near as good, but they don't look as bad because of the way they handle the shooting. I mean, a lot of it's a lot quicker. Yeah, camera angles. Yeah, stuff like that. yeah. yeah. So I think maybe the fault on this one was, you know, holding the camera too long for one shot or the angle of it. Um, they could have probably done a little bit better. And of course, you know, that goes with the the cinematography, which was uh, I can't even remember the guy's name now. Um, but I mean, they did an okay job. So I mean, th that was one of my only complaints was just what was I guess that aspect. Um, the other one, my only actual complaint, has nothing to do with the Japanese version. We talked before, when we were, and we'll give our final stomp rating here a little bit. Mine would have been lower if I was to rate it on just the American releases and not the Japanese. The Japanese one was far superior due to things that were edited out in the American ones. Um, mainly being, uh, there's a lot of violence that was cut out. When Bob Kahn picked this up for theatrical release, they cut like four or five minutes of the film out. 
Now, for those who've not seen the Japanese version, um, this will be the only Godzilla film you'll ever see with nudity in it. There is yep. a surgery scene with Katsura where they're uh, putting in the parts for her to control Meg Godzilla um, and kind of bringing her back to life. And you do see her breast area. Um, that obviously was cut in both, you know, English versions. So I'm totally cool with that. That I mean, definitely, you know, cut it out. That's that's totally fine. Yeah. But there was a lot yeah, other, of other than the other than the Megalon pinups in that truck. Oh yes, but that's that right. Count. I forgot about yeah. that. I for, yeah. totally forgot yeah. about that from Megalon. Man, I, yeah, good eye there because I mean, I just I totally forgot about that one. Um, but so yeah. that one I'm okay with being cut out. But there was a lot of things that was cut out. Um, in both American releases to bring it to a, you know, a G and PG rating, whether you're watching the Bob Kahn release or the Henry Staperstein one, that I felt hurt the film. Uh, case being point, when the first, um, the aliens, of course, have kidnapped a lot of Japanese people, um, using them to work build building Megazol back up. One of the scientists manages to escape and give a piece of titanium to a guy in a sewer drain to take to Interpol. I like how he shoves him back yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, pushes that, him down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, uh, in that, that was awesome. He just gets his head, pushes him back there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> while trying to pay charades right yeah. before then, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but in that scene, the aliens. When you watch the American version, you're left to think they've just caught him again. Either the Americans, but no, in the Japanese versions, they yeah. kill him. They shoot. They gun him down hardcore. And that made yep. the movie and intense. leave them and leave well, them. Yeah, they, they just leave the body in the saber scene. They do too. <laughs> Did they in the saber yeah, scene? Yeah, in the saber scene version, uh, they surround him and shoot him. Yes. Yeah. Did they? Okay, I watched Bob. Yeah. So okay, well, hey. Yeah. Thank you, Saberstein, for that one. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the Bob Connor release, they had taken that out. Because I couldn't figure out how they didn't shoot each other because they recircled him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and right. Everybody yeah. shot about 10 times. It was crazy. Um, but then the other key yeah, thing. Yeah, they all circled and somehow they didn't shoot each other. Yeah, yeah. They were really good shots. <laughs> well, that's because they're not stormtroopers. If they were stormtroopers, they would have shot each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. They're like, not stormtroopers. Yeah. When you watch me yeah. the other time shooting like towards the Interpol guys, they missed horribly. Yeah, but they... They managed to not hit each other that time. Um, but then the other major yeah. scene to me, and this was the big kicker for me, was the end of the film when Katsura is in Ichinosi's hands um, after they've uh, beaten Godzilla's beat Titanosaurus and, and the, the Interpol agents have helped him defeat him. Um, and it's right before Godzilla destroys Meg Godzilla. They cut a key aspect of the movie out in the Japanese version. As Ichinose is holding Katsura, who'd just been shot uh, in the arm, so I don't know what her big deal is. Quit being a baby. You know, you'll be fine. Um, walk it off. You're a cyborg, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> he tells her that, you know, he doesn't care. She's a cyborg. He still, he he loves her. But then she tells him the control for Meg Godzilla is inside of her, and the only way to, to destroy him is to kill her. He, she tells Ichinose, you've got to shoot me. you got to kill me. And Ichinose says, no, I'm not going to do that. So she grabs a gun and shoots herself and kills herself. And that is what stops Meg Godzilla and allows Godzilla to get the upper hand and finally destroy Meg Godzilla yeah. there at the end. Yeah. That's completely cut from the American releases. Obviously, understandably why. Yeah. But to me, that lo you lost that whole aspect of that story arc again with her and Ichinose. That was just an amazing culmination and an end to that. It was just super, super good. So, I mean, for that part alone, I mean, the American versions would have lost half a point to a point off of my rating. But I watched the Japanese ones. So I watched the American. That's why I gave it a three. 
Oh, okay. So that's just to let you know. Yeah, he's he's uh, rebuffing so himself. There you here. go. There you go. Mark, Mark's got the wrong idea later. That's it. Uh, so I mean, that that's pretty much the only things that I didn't like about the film, but they were big enough for me, especially the cat sewer thing at the end. Like that was just like, oh, you know, I, I can't go back and watch the American versions um, again because that's such an impact in the Japanese version. Um, RJ, what about you, man? We didn't get a chance to get to the things that you didn't like about the film. Oh yeah, that I didn't like. Um, man, I was gonna have to make a few things. Um, let me see. I I did talk about I guess the the length if that's the thing. I know that you know that it was pretty standard for its time and for the show time. But you know, I think the monster action was good, but there wasn't a lot. I mean, like of course, like the the last about ten fifteen minutes is a good yeah. good chunk. But leading up to that, it's mo- honestly mostly story exposition. Yeah. So it's like, in, in a way, like I can compare it to, uh, I, I just watched uh, Godzilla 2014 with my girlfriend for the first time. Um, and we were talking about that. Um, and it's kind of, I always say with Godzilla 2014, the last like 30 minutes of it makes up for the whole thing be kind of slow and boring. Right. Um, yeah. not, to, this is, not to say that this one is, uh, you know, boring because it is a shorter time it's not like two and a half hours like 2014 <laughs> um but you know this one was only like what was it like 83 minutes 83 minutes 83 is minutes what it's talked time. in it yeah um so i guess it, w- it would be that um but like i said i honestly i honestly really did uh i really did enjoy it um so yeah i, I was if i was to point anything it would be uh length and i would have liked to see a little more godzilla because there i think there was going to be a godzilla in Titanic, but Godzilla kind of only came in clutch like around the last like you know ten fifteen minutes. So, yeah, I mean yeah. true. I, I think a lot of that too goes into the director. I mean, you look at who we got a Shiro back. Okay, Honda's back for the yeah. last, his last Godzilla film, and he was much more. Now, I do think that the one of the fault here, of course, was is that you did not have Shinichi writing the story like he had done with every movie that he's worked with the Shiro Hondo on, you had uh, Yukiko Takayama doing the writing. So, I mean, there's to me, there's a little bit of fault there too, but um, with the Shiro, you get that. He loves to develop the human characters, and with yeah. all of his films, you have less Godzilla time, where right before, or the two previous film, three previous films before this, we had Jun Fukuda, and Jun Fukuda, of course, loves the action, so he was all about the more Godzilla and the more fighting, the better. Um, so that is a pretty drastic change. So I mean, I can agree with with you that on that RJ two as being kind of a yeah. But I mean, yeah, even like it is still hard for me to like pinpoint that as a negative though. It's kind of me trying to be nitpicky, I guess. Um, right. Because I mean, I because I, I know that it's like uh, it, that that was kind of the. I mean, like you said, other other directors and writers had different sort of approaches, but I I like the overall dark and like. I like the story. I like the dark tone. So, like, uh, I'm fine with that kind of trade-off of good story and dark tone and good cinematography in, you know, contrast just, like, monster fighting the whole hour and a half, you know? So right. It's, it's, it's both a negative and a positive. I mean, it works for the film. You know, and, it, it, and truthfully, let's say you did have monster fighting for an hour and a half, then you'd have people complaining, well, there was no story. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, that's what happened with the latest Godzilla movies. I mean, Godzilla 2014, we want more Godzilla. Godzilla 2019, there's not the story sucks. Like it's like, I think it's just the, the, the Godzilla fan community being just insanely nitpicky to the point where I'm just like, all right, so when you guys yeah, exactly. can make your own movie, then you can, you know, put your opinion in it. You know, yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. ridiculous with them. And I've seen some Godzilla fan films with, uh, they're making their toys on YouTube and they're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 
It's like, I mean, I'll watch a lot of anything, really, but I, I even draw the line when it comes to stuff like that. I'm like, no, no, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but in the same token, though, I mean, if if you're, you know, somebody wanting to watch a Godzilla movie, you're wanting more Godzilla than what this movie has to offer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah the, you're right. Yeah. You know, and, and right. So, you're, you're totally right. That's why I kind of brought it up that it's only, I mean, we don't see Godzilla till, you know, if it wasn't for Katsura, I would say, where's Godzilla at? Come on. Yeah. 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 And so I, I think, you know, you, you can, you can push it to where it's too much. And people complain definitely like you're talking about. But if you're a, if you're trying to show somebody, hey man, check out Godzilla, you got to check this out. You know, um, you, you you definitely want more than what this one right. definitely had. But I mean, I will say though, yeah. I mean, again, I mean, what time he is on the screen is absolutely okay. awesome. I mean, these are some of the most oh, yeah. entertaining yeah, fight absolutely. scenes. I mean, really, with him and Titanosaurus is just absolutely great. I I love it, love it. And I will say the onslaught because we got the onslaught of Megazilla. Uh, just firing all he has against Godzilla and King Cesar, <laughs> Godzilla and Megazilla. The yeah. onslaught this time around was so much more intense. I loved it. I mean, with yeah. the back catching on fire on Godzilla and the whole nine yards. I'm like, dude, this was it was good. I mean, the action was a lot better. Uh, really, a lot more action than normal for an Ashiro Honda film. I mean, when you when the action starts, it almost feels like yeah, yeah like, like Jun Fukuda was there directing, even though he wasn't. I mean, it felt like one of his films when we know it was you know it was Honda doing it, and Honda's action's not so choreographed or intense like this. Um, so that was nice to see. Um, it felt like kind of got the best of both worlds when it comes to having Honda and Fukuda. Because I mean, Fukuda was great. I mean, he I love Fukuda. Um, I actually was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, I was like, what what all else has he done? Because I've seen a lot of you know his films he's done for Toho. But I come across a movie that I had just recently picked up, but I haven't watched it yet. That his first movie for Toho was a movie called The Secret of the Telelegian, um, which is kind of like a. Um, cop murder mystery movie that was absolutely freaking phenomenal like like that's probably my favorite Jun Jun Fukuda film now above any of his Godzilla films it was amazing um so it was nice in this one cuz to to get that feel of Fukuda was still there but he wasn't um i like that you know i mean so hats off to Honda to be able to do that uh, in this movie to give us you know kind of a almost like a full mix of the showa of Godzilla i would say you know i mean you kind of got a little bit of everything <clears throat> from the show a series culminated into this one movie. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great conclusion of the series, especially with, you know, the final shot of him going into the water. I mean, of course, like, they didn't know that it was going to be the end of the show a series. Like, like you said, they planned on, it, it wasn't supposed to be, but it kind of like, that final scene kind of wrapped it up. Perfectly, yeah, it did. You know? My, I only <laughs> wish they would have used the, the, the actual Godzilla suit, because that's, that suit they used in the, in the yeah. water sequence was the, yeah. Yeah, uh, he noticed. I noticed yeah, that right the away. Fake Godzilla suit we And as soon as he shows up, I was like, "What the?" I was like, "They changed that." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did so good like, the whole movie. What happened? <laughs> yeah, you didn't see it in his face. Like it was just a totally different. Like it looked more like uh, I guess like derpy. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it was. Well, it was that. Uh, it was the the fake Godzilla suit from Godzilla Meg Godzilla. Um, that they used okay. in the first oh, fight. Oh, in the water. Yeah, the first. Because yeah. if you, if you, especially on Blu-ray, if you'll pause it and look at it, uh, they patched because it, it's the suit from when Godzilla and Megazilla first fight in, in the '74 film. Yeah. Um, and where that part blows off on his arm to reveal the metal underneath, 
if you go back and look yep. at this one on Blu-ray and pause it, you can see where they just patched that up. Like you can you can still see the oh, where wow. the hole was. Um, <laughs> that's so <laughs> Yeah, big big budget on this yeah. one. Um, so, yeah. but it was fun. I mean. It, uh, I kind of said, "Hey, go out to that dumpster. It's still <laughs> in the dumpster. Go grab it." <laughs> I got some thread. We'll sell that out. Yeah, That's we'll, good. We'll get this taken care of. Yeah. So now, but and I got asked too, since we talked about you know things we liked, didn't like. Now, I mean, it's a it's a great movie. It's still, I mean, there's definitely worse Godzilla films you can see than this. Now there are a lot better ones you can see too. Um, but of course, this did technically end an era. You know, I mean, this was even though the '84 film technically still was a Showa film. It's considered Heisei. Um, this was, you know, crowned as the end of the Showa era for Godzilla. Um, but they, I felt like um, they did go out with a bang, but but we haven't brought this up yet. But what did you guys think? Because for those listening, there are three versions of this film. There's the original Japanese version. There's the Henry Saberstein version that was released on TV and home video. Um, and then there's the Bob Kahn Terror of Godzilla one as well. Now the Henry Saperstein one that is actually longer than the Japanese one. It ran at like 89 minutes because they created an entire new intro sequence with stock footage, obviously from older Godzilla films um, to kind of give a backstory or almost quasi history of Godzilla. What did you guys think about that? I don't know if I watched it and, um, it was okay. I, I thought it was, you know, something uh, that didn't just jump right out there, but it was, you know, especially for new fans, give you a, kind of an overall history uh, of Godzilla, where he came from. And I thought, you know, it was okay. I mean, it was uh, at the most, it was okay. Right. What about you guys, Ruben, RJ? Well, for the longest time, I didn't have the Japanese version. Yeah. All I had was the Henry Saperstein one, which is the PG one. Mm-hmm. And it, it was our, I mean, you know, it, it, watching the Japanese one now, I'm like, hey, I was robbed, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that's all I, that's all we had. And I, and I enjoyed it I, and I'm fine with it, you know, and I know they were shooting for a, you know, and now the only question I have is now, which one I saw as a kid, I saw it in the theater. So but, if you, if you so saw that version or yeah, so if you saw it in the theater, the theatrical version didn't have that intro. That was the Bob Kahn release. Right. Uh, I don't remember seeing that intro at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that the intro you know, didn't that, come about until Henry Saberstein, or at the time, I think it was still technically UPA, um, had gotten the rights to yeah. release it to TV and home video. That's when they had yeah. added that okay. whole intro sequence. Okay. And that's because I don't remember that. You know, of course, I was a kid, so I'm not going to remember much. I was 12, I think. <laughs> when it came out here and uh so it, so yeah i mean I, I i is it also i read that the Sepperstein was it Sepperstein or the conversion that actually had a uh at the end of the movie there was like a retrospective i'm not sure it, if we had that, that or not i'm not i i, I can't okay. i don't remember <laughs> Now, I, yeah, I read that one of them did. I just don't know which one. It had like a little retrospective, and it was stock footage. But it was kind of like they kind of wrapped it up or something. You know? I would and, think, and it was, I think it was only in video. Yeah, I would think it, it would have to be the same home video one then. Either. Yeah, mm-hmm. it had to be, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, forever, Saperstein was the only one I've ever seen. 
And a matter of fact, so probably was RJ probably, throwing the yeah. RJ song, you know, until the show, until this came out in this uh, Toho collection, and then in the uh, Criterion, which this is the one we watched. Yeah, we didn't have the Japanese version to look at. Now the the, the Toho one has both. I can watch the English or the Japanese, but I'm not. I think I hadn't even seen the English one on there. I've always seen the Japanese mm-hmm. yeah. because I hadn't seen it before. And I know as a kid, we probably watched the like the English all the time. Yeah. I didn't Cause read. Because you know? I, <laughs> I know RJ was surprised when he saw Katsuro's uh, breast. He goes, hey, what's the... Yeah. Because yeah, he hadn't yeah. seen it before. It wasn't in the old movie he watched as a kid. You know, he didn't see that. And you and they were, and, and just so everybody knows, they were prosthetic. They oh, weren't real. Yes, very much. Yeah, they so. were. They were yeah, they were, so it wasn't. It was like you know, seeing a naked robot. Not really the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. Yeah, so, I, mean, I was surprised. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. yeah, he was surprised. You know, and you know, kind of like it was kind of like Beavis and Butthead. Hey, there's boobs on TV. We <laughs> <laughs> never because uh, other versions didn't have it. You know, so. um so having said that, I mean that's the version I grew up with. So yeah, you know it has a special place in my heart. <laughs> so I thought I I like the Japanese version much much better. But with that intro, after yeah. watching it again, I was like, you know what? That was the perfect Saturday morning intro. Like if you were yeah. to have mm-hmm. every Saturday have a Godzilla movie, you could have put that intro on every one of them. Yes. You know oh yeah. Mean? Oh yeah. And like you know the Godzilla Power Hour almost. You know, like if you had a movie version, you could have started that show with that intro from from the Saberstein release, and then followed it by immediately by whatever Godzilla film um, at the time. So I mean, it, it was cool. I, I, you know, it was um, still. Yeah, no, I, yeah. They, they robbed us yeah. completely of the best scenes of the movie, but they added that cool little intro, and I thought it was pretty yeah. nifty. It was yeah. pretty neat, especially because we had never gotten anything like yeah. that from the American versions before. It was completely different. Um, so Bob, I thought that was yeah. that was pretty cool. And did you guys know also yeah. for this one? Sorry, I was want to say this, but it then had a burp that decided to appear and then disappear. Um, um, this was the first Godzilla film where the suit actors got credit in the American uh, versions. Yeah, really? uh, yep. yeah, I did read that. Yeah, they usually don't. Yeah, they don't. Wow. Yeah, I mean that sucks, but that's yeah. yeah no, it's like, <laughs> they got credit in all the Japanese versions all the way back to the beginning. You know what I mean? But uh, in the American yeah. ones, nope, never credited them until this film was the what? first time. And which kind of stinks too, because this was. You know, I mean, you didn't have Haruo as Godzilla in this movie. You know, it's like he's the dude who should be. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, credit the guy who's playing Godzilla in the film. But I mean, Haruo was Godzilla, you know, for the longest time. So, and he never once got credited in an American film um, of any of the Godzilla movies, which kind of, you know, sucks. That's what we do. We ruin the movies. (laughs) We take them and we ruin them. Case in point, Godzilla 98. We ruin the franchise. I wasn't even going to bring that up tonight. I myself. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a, like, of the 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 American versions are always like, what is it, uh, Godzilla Raids Again? Like the English, or what's it called? The uh, the fire monster or Gigantus uh, the fire monster. Yeah. Yep. Fire monster. Like what is that? And then there's like there's parts where Godzilla has Angiris's roar, and I'm like, what did they like? Did they just? Well, I feel like they just hired completely random editors that didn't know anything about Godzilla. <laughs> they were like, well, here, do now, something with this. Like, if, you, um, like, if, if you go back and watch the Japanese version, though, RJ, there are several uh-huh. um, scenes where Godzilla goes to roar, and it's actually Angiris's roar. In the, really? Japanese, in the Japanese version as well. Yep. Yep. <laughs> wow. They just, yeah. Well, they're all Jack. Now it's not as many. There, there are noticeably there are like three or four more in Gigantus than there is the original Japanese. 
Why would they add more? See what I mean? I just have questions. Like, like, what? <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, and then trying to call him Gigantus yeah. the entire time instead of Godzilla. I'm like, what's wrong with yeah. you? Like, no, I'm I did pretty like... sure I have seen this version yeah, of Godzilla yeah. Razor game, but it was a long time ago, probably. I must have been in like school four high school yeah. early, but because that was another of the films that was hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Raids Again, I did not see it. I didn't get to see it. I didn't own a copy until it came out for the cult to the whole Master Collection. Yeah, yeah, that's the first yeah. time. Man, so I, you, yeah, that it was available. Yeah. If I, you know, I know. <laughs> I know Sludge had some several bootlegs that were not there were any bootlegs, but he got it. And he he would order them from Import, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I started importing. I don't know. Early. It sounds pretty. It sounds pretty sketchy to me. No, man, they're, me. they're still around, dude. Video they're still there. Um, I actually got a catalog from them yeah. last year. Or so, uh, but yeah, well, I had, um, I think I picked up a G Fan magazine uh, early on in the publish publication of of that magazine, uh, which is still going today. Um, that had an ad, you know, because they had a lot of ads for, you know, the collectible stores and things like that for Video Daikaiju, and that's how I found it. And so I sent a letter oh, to them okay. because there was no we, real internet get connection. Fan down here. Uh, you guys it's didn't get that? Have G-Fan. Oh, uh, see, didn't have it. That's I just yeah. got I lucked out. Um, so I instantly, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, and they kind of did a little ad about all the different movies they had. I was like, yes, and I can get the original version. So I mean, I instantly mailed for a catalog, got a catalog, and I mean years of mowing yards for pizza plus as a preteen and teenager dude i mean every paycheck i got i mean every yard i mowed with five stores yep. and each store was 45 bucks that was three movies um from then and that's All what right. that's what every one of those yards went to every single time you know what i mean like i went i instantly went from like you know the five or six paramount you know vhs releases to i mean all the godzilla films in uh, the dub versions, or not the versions, the original Japanese, uh, the 90s Gamera trilogy, Attack of the Mushroom People, or Matango, uh, Varen the Unbelievable, Yamato Takaru. I mean, my collection grew drastically in two years uh, because of Video Daikaiju, and they were awesome, man. Loved it. I still have a lot of those, too. Gave a lot to uh, Josh Bramlett, my old lead singer from the protest. Has got a lot of them, too. Um, but I still have quite a few uh, from them. Because uh, they were great, man. They were great yeah. videos because when you got them, I mean, they were just they were literally imports uh, from Japan that they would just bring over, and they they probably duped them there or something like that because they would start with the the Toho intro, not the 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 almost like a Dolby Pro Logic type deal that Toho had with a train. Um, they would do it, and then you would actually get like most of the time two, sometimes three trailers for the movie before the movie started. Yeah. Um, then the movie, and then Ooh. at the end, some movies like I remember. My Gamera 2 and Gamera 3 VHSs, after the movie was over, they actually were able to put like 15 minutes of behind-the-scenes footage on the VHS tape itself. So it was pretty cool for a preteen teenager Godzilla fan in America, dude. That lit me up all the time. I loved it. So oh, yeah, you're, but you're you're prime Godzilla territory where you're at because I know I know that G Fan Magazine. That's out of Chicago, right? Illinois, there. Well, no, G Fan. G Fan Magazine is actually out of Canada, um, but G Fest. Oh, is, it's out of Canada. Yeah, okay. I thought yeah. it was out of Chicago. I thought it was. I thought it was the yeah, who did G Fest that did that. It G is Fan JD Magazine. Lee's. Yeah, he's he's actually out of Canada. Yeah, and the magazine comes from there. But they do um, oh. the G Fest in Chicago every year. They've always done it in Chicago. Uh, he felt that that was. Oh, a, I see. I just I just assumed he was from Chicago. Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, because that's where they had it. He's. Have a, you been to G Fest? Me, yes. I've been to G Fest once. 
I'm really debating whether or not I'm going to go this year or not. Um, Pete oh, okay, Quinn is really talking me into it. But actually, I went um, – wow. man, what year did I go? I'm trying to think what it was. It, it was an experience and half, I'll tell you that much, because when I went, um, man, I want to say it was probably 90 – no, it was 98 is when I went. Oh, oh wow! Oh, no, 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 or just eight <laughs> on your mind. No, I, it was no, no, because I remember. No, it may have been ninety-seven because I remember going and I went into the dealer room oh, and. Well, I'm trying to remember because. Well, no, it had to have been before because it was before Godzilla '98 came out because yeah. when I had gone. No, maybe it was around the time. Well, I was able to find anyway. You went because they were going to have a special preview. <laughs> no, they were not. Not at all. That is um, it. I remember going. Hey, hey, hey. I would, and I wouldn't blame you because back then, you know, oh, what we were expecting versus what we got. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, see, I remember I was there. If you would have told me 97, if you would have told me 1997, <laughs> there's a Godzilla movie coming out next year, and you have a chance to watch it now, man, I would have freaking dro- uh, rolled my bike up there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well the excitement was super huge for it but the total letdown why, then did, I why did you there, even say 98 <laughs> well because okay the reason why i said 98 is because i remember going and I, in the dealer room there was a guy in the corner who like people were kind of going back and forth to and they would be walking away putting this tape in their bag and I was kind of, it caught my eye and I was like, what's going on? So I kind of walked over there and he had a box underneath the table. It wasn't on display. And in the box, he was selling bootlegged copies of Sony's Godzilla that came out in 98. And oh. I picked one up, but I didn't watch it until I saw it in theater. So I'm thinking it may have had to have been the year prior. Um, because when, oh, I, wow. was when I finally put it in the VHS player, it had the times, the, the, the director's timestamp. Yeah, time yeah. And some of yeah. the special effects wasn't fully completed. Um, so I think it was oh probably not said when I, when I'd gone, but oh, it was who an amazing. Let, who let that man in? What's that? Who let that man in? I don't know. Early copies of <laughs> like, what? I, I was pretty amazed by that. Like to me that like, of course, now that at the time I hadn't seen the movie, so I was floored. I was like, oh, dude, this is the new Godzilla film. I can go ahead and get it. But I held on and didn't watch till theaters. And I totally wish I wouldn't have wasted my money on the film there. Gee, fest, I could have bought another yeah, yeah, figure. Yeah. Um, Highway robbery. Oh, it was. <laughs> uh, but one of the, the best experiences for me being there, of course, was you know seeing everybody. Well, it was um, Doug Strout, or, uh, the guy who was originally going to do the first Godzilla, American Godzilla film uh, back in the early 90s. Or no, the, the late 80s. Um, he was there at a panel, and it was just an overall great experience. I mean, everything they had going on, but what, the theater room was my favorite because that year was my first year seeing a Godzilla film on a theater screen, and it was a G-Fest, and I actually got to see Godzilla vs. Destroya. I got to see Gamera 2. I got to wow. see Frankenstein Conquers the World, and I think it was The Mysterians was the other one. But I remember there was, I mean, I know it was those wow, three for okay. sure. Um, so Frankenstein conquers the world on a big screen. Oh, cool dude. Yeah. Uh, it was epic. Absolutely epic. So, I mean, it was one of the coolest things ever. And then me and my cousin Chance, my uncle Tim had taken me, uh, my dad's brother, and then his son, my cousin, went. We There was, um, after things that G-Fest died down there, there was like some big party going on um, in one of the other big president suites or whatever. And there was tons of like food being catered in. And me and Chance snuck in and got a bunch of food from there. 
and then took it out instead of. Oh, you know, there you uh, go. That's what I'm talking about. We walked in, pretending <laughs> like we're like we're looking for our dad. Have you seen him? Who's your dad? Uh, Bob. <laughs> oh, Bob's over there. Cool. And then we just go over and we steal a bunch of like cocktail shrimp and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So great, great experience. I, I plan to try and go again this yeah, year. Yeah. I always just wanted to go, like, I mean, because a lot of, uh, I'll forget that a large part of my Godzilla fandom, this is uh, through collecting figures. So I, I would always see the, the dealer rooms with the figures. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I, because I, as a kid, I mean, uh, you can ask uh, my dad, I mean, we would be on eBay like 24 yeah. 7. Like, and I still, to this day, have not acquired an Orga or Titanosaurus figure because they sell them for like 100 bucks. <laughs> right. Oh, dude. But, uh, See, now so, if, you, if you go to the dealer room, yeah. it's a whole, it, it's just mind boggling because of the problem I have with like, especially um, eBay is that, and people, not even that, like even not eBay, Macari, those, those, you know, selling apps for yeah. some reason, man, they overprice Godzilla products through the freaking roof. Um, bad. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how many times I'm like, dude, you'll never sell this for that. You know what I mean? I was talking to my sister the other day, mm-hmm. Um, I found a Godzilla, the Marvel comic, not the that Marvel did number one, graded by CGC, yeah. autographed, verified Ooh. autographed by Stan Lee, Haruo Nakajima, um, and somebody else, maybe in Herb Trimp, who was the artist for that. But it was like a nine point oh, wow. six graded CGC graded CGC verified all three autographs: Stan Lee, Haruo Nakajima, and Herb Trimp. And the dude's trying to sell for four thousand dollars. I'm like, oh. are you kidding me? Like, I'm a huge Godzilla <laughs> fan. I'm not spending that. Like, Stan Lee's autograph by itself, it's about a two hundred dollar autograph, two hundred fifty bucks. Herb Trimp, you're talking fifty dollars. Yeah. Haru Nakajima, a hundred at most. So, I mean, just for these yeah. autographs, I'm not going to spend more than five hundred bucks on this book. Yeah. Let's include, you know, it's Godzilla number one. It's a fifty dollar book graded. Let's throw another fifty. I'm not spending more than six hundred dollars on that book, and they're asking four grand. Like that'll never sell. <laughs> but now if you go up to G Fest yeah. and you're in the dealer room, dude, you're getting like, you know, Walmart prices almost. I mean, you're getting what you would yeah. pay going into yeah. their stores versus those outlandish yeah. online sale prices. Um Yeah, and, absolutely. Oh, one dude, of these days we gotta make it up there. You know, I was oh, thinking man. about going to when, when I wanna go. Yeah. I wanna go. Oh, it's so you it's know. so much fun. Uh, so and 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 from what everyone's told me too, as the years go on, and of course, it's just gotten better and better and better and better. And Pete keeps asking me, "Are you going to go G Fest? Are you going to go G Fest?" I'm like, "Man," because I want to go to Fanboy Expo in Knoxville mainly because of um, Carl Weathers, Dolph Lundgren, and then uh, Christopher Lambert's there um, again. Tarzan, not yeah, you know yeah. you know McLeod or any of that stuff. I want I want my Greystoke VHS autograph. Um, so if I do that, I can't afford to go to G Fest to do Rob Con and, and yeah. Fanboy. Yeah. But man, just honestly, like what's weighing me more now is not so much just even who's going to be at G Fest this year or the dealer's room. It's the fan base, you know, the friends. Like that's that's a yes, huge thing. Exactly. Is being around yeah. that amount of Godzilla fans is just it's it's an unbelievable experience. Unbelievable experience. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's how I felt when we went to I mean, because my, I guess my technically my first Godzilla movies in theaters were, was 2014. That's why I was so hyped for that. Yeah. I mean, that's still, that's still, even though I've seen Endgame and that was great, it's probably on par. That was the best movie theater experience I ever had, Godzilla 2014. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A bunch of Godzilla fans, everyone was clapping at every scene Godzilla appeared in yeah. for the amount of time Godzilla was in. <laughs> like, yeah. it was just like, it was so cool. Yeah. Oh, I love so it. So you're right, it is a, it's a cool experience just being around that many people that, you know, like the same thing 
Yeah. Oh man, one more G Fest story because it just popped in my head from the year that I went. Mm-hmm. There was a guy named I can't remember his last name. His name was Omar. They had the costume contest, mm-hmm. and Omar had built and made a Godzilla costume, and he won that year. Um, but there was oh, wow. another guy there who had made a Kong costume like the 62 film and he got second or third place. I can't remember. There was somebody who had done a Mothra one that got right around that second or third as well. But I remember in the costume contest while we're sitting in the room and there, and you know, all these people are coming and doing the costumes. It was such cool. So, so, so cool to see. And then of course, Omar wins with the Godzilla one and they're, they got the top three or top five sitting up front or standing up front showing the suits off. That guy in the Kong suit starts talking crap. And Omar just flat laid him out, like turned over, turned turned to him and punched him and knocked him down on the ground, and then got and put his foot on his chest and gave his best Godzilla imitation roar. I remember everybody in that conference room stood up and just went ballistic. Man, they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome." Man. Wait, was that was it set up or was it like no? Did he, was he just was he really just talking crap and then? Was it real? From, from my point of view, I don't know if they planned it prior. From my point of view, it looked like he was just talking some crap. No more. It's like, no, nah, dude, let me show you how this happens. And just laid him out, man. It was, oh, okay. it, yeah. oh, dude, it was awesome. It was so cool. Because I'm like, that'd be a perfect setup. Like Godzilla versus Kong on stage. Oh, yeah. 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 So, and which, by the way, and of course, we'll wrap this episode off because I know we've kind of ran a little bit. Um, that Warner Brothers has announced that we should be getting the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong this month or at the latest early May. So, we finally at least have something letting us know when we're going to. Yeah. Because yeah. it was supposed to be released like oh, this month, right. wasn't it? Yeah. Originally. Originally. Last month. Yeah. It was. Well, well, originally, the movie was supposed to be released in March. Yeah. And then they yeah, moved it yeah, back Mark, to November. Yeah, I forget it's April. I, all the days are running together. But yeah, you know, this stuff's got us all running together. So, but, uh, yeah. Well, right on. I can't wait. Well, man, actually, um, before we jet, Ruben, don't you got something for somebody? Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> Justin McClain, one of our regular listeners, and, and Sludgecast and our Monster Movie Stop Time, we're friends on Facebook. And recently, you know, with all this quarantine stuff, now there's like, you know, your top five films you put on it. And he actually put a pretty good list up, you know, and I'm like, man, this is a good list, but something caught my eye and I'm going to do it backwards for you. Number five is any of the three original Rome, uh, Romero zombie films, which this I is just as list, right? Just as oh, great. Yeah. And then Conan the Destroyer, which I would replace with Planet of the Apes myself, <laughs> but we'll, we'll go with that. Jaws, I, would... I agree with. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was gonna say I would replace Conan and Destroy too, with right? yeah yeah with with a few other ones. With, yeah, who would you replace it with? Real quick, I, I honestly like the Barbarian yeah, better. I mean, if I was you know, oh, did you like the Barbarian? Baby? Okay, I all did right. too. Well, yeah, I, I mean, just I replace did. it all together because you know we've talked about it. I love the Planet of the Apes franchise, and you and the and the original. Then for number two, he had the original three Star Wars. Films. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> which I, you know, I, I can agree with that. RJ, I know that implies the prequels are bad, which yeah. is all statement. But, but then <laughs> the number one, which, which the number one was, of course, all of us here are Godzilla fans. He put any Godzilla film besides Shin and Anime Trilogy. What? So yes. To me, yes. Justin. Yeah, so that's what he put. So to me, Justin is telling me. That Godzilla Night is better than Shin Godzilla. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Yes. And I think you, you, you might check the history on Justin because I think there's a comment where he 
actually says he likes the 98 Sony Godzilla. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to think oh, yeah. oh, yeah. But oh, over yeah. Shin oh, yeah. Godzilla? Oh. Like, look, I know the anime. I know. All right, Justin, here it comes. You just get ready for it. Um, What's the look on your face, <laughs> oh, Justin, man. right now? I, I will give the anime tr- trilogy up in the air for people because that is a trilogy of films that you either love it or you hate it. Um, because it, it is and drastic. I, and I didn't like it, RJ. I never, I never got around to seeing it. I think I watched the first ten minutes, but I, I don't know. Man, <laughs> I didn't yeah, see yeah. It, so we talked about it. I didn't like it that um, much. I, I liked Godzilla it because and... it was different. You know, I like it when people try something new, except for Dean yeah. Devlin and Roland Emmerich because they failed epically at that one. Look, but... I'm not. I don't want to put a spoiler. I don't want to put spoilers out there, but I think everybody. I mean, Maker Godzilla is not and will never be a city. I'm no, sorry. Yes, that was. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, like, it's not even a Transformers uh, thing. No. <laughs> like, of the original G1 that's a city. Uh, uh, you're thinking of. Uh, not Unicron, he's the planet. I'm talking about uh, Patrick Hunt's toy. I forgot his name. Something twice. I think, uh, no, Metroplex. Metroplex. Oh, yes, no. yes, yes. Yeah. No, it would have been cool, cool if they would have done a Metroplex what? type deal. Yeah. I would have I dug that. But they even, know? what blew my but, mind is they even made a Meg Godzilla figure for that movie. And it looked kind of cool. Oh. And you never even got it. You know? Really? <laughs> It's yeah. No, so, man. I mean, if it if it yeah, wasn't for the that, oh okay the anime trilogy, it's you love or hate it. One of those deals. So I mean, I can give him that. Yeah, and I'll agree with uh, Justin on that. That anime just didn't do it for me. But but when I saw that, I'm like, well, wait Why a minute. Like Shin, yeah, yeah, dude, so I mean, movie, like yeah. Justin, dude, are you putting 98 Godzilla's Revenge, yeah. those two movies above <laughs> yeah, <right>. above Shin Godzilla? <laughs> Man, that is that's border. That's not borderline uh, blasphemy. That's blasphemy that, that's, that's, right there. That's Godzilla sacrilege. That's yes, Godzilla it sacrilege. Is. That's, that's true. It's heresy. You know, I cannot believe that. It's a beautiful scene in Shin Godzilla where he's destroying the city, freaking firing. He's like, oh, no. dude. I mean, so we 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 figure we throw some 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 shade over it at Justin for that. God. <laughs> I, 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 wait a Shin Godzilla. You know, we're, we're always giving sludge. We're always giving sludge. I'm telling Three. you. Now it's time to get. <laughs> I'm telling you what. I mean the the three and a half minutes that Godzilla's in Pee Wee's Big Adventure is better than the '98. Yeah. So I don't know how. That's right. <laughs> you know, how it can be better than Shin Godzilla? Oh. I'm gonna tell you what. We may, when we get to that uh, the '98 film, we may just have to bring Justin on for this for oh, that show. Hey, we got to so hear what he's got. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to explain. You got to bring in. You got to bring in an advocate for yeah. it. You know, if he really is, if, if Mark's right, he's an advocate for it. We need to have an advocate that would oh, only yeah. be fair oh, yeah it'll well, i'm not gonna advocate yeah. that film for yeah. nothing it'll work. <laughs> the only good the only good thing <laughs> that movie has is jean renault that's it that, that's it oh you were big on him I at mean, that time too oh, yeah, I, remember. My, yeah. my personal, I know that we're on a on the topic of 98 now so i'm just gonna say it my elevator speech for that film is i i honestly love to watch that movie but i will never consider it a godzilla movie like it's yeah. fun to watch i see it as like for any metal fans like Saint Anger. Saint Anger, I think. Oh, it's a wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> a, wait. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Saint Anger is a great album, but it's a terrible Metallica album. You know what I mean? Like you should see the look on his face oh, right now. I don't know. <laughs> like look, okay, look, I, I make black metal. I like black metal. I don't care about the snare sound, okay? It's fine to me. I oh like no, no, no. I hate the snare album. sound. <laughs> I I despise the Saint oh, Anger snare. Like, 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 I, I, 
care about the rough production. I think there's heavy as hell songs on there. I think I think it's a good I think it's a good album, but I think it's a terrible Metallic album because if you compare it to Master Puppets, it's terrible. Even now we're talking about Metallica, but anyway, <laughs> I think Godzilla is a fun it's a fun monster movie to watch. But if it's considered a Godzilla movie, it's it's terrible. So yeah. that's, that's how I see yes. it. Anyway, we, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before. That's that's why it's a good monster movie. I just don't like it that it's considered a. That's why I always say Zilla. Yeah, yeah, I loved it totally. Zilla, and I love the the Final Wars scene. I think yeah. we, we oh, know that's the best part. The, the Final Wars <laughs> that yeah. thing is epic. So good. It's yeah. so so good. Yeah, what what did just on that one? Because that's somebody's got to advocate. It. I'll <laughs> yeah. advocate John Renault. So I haven't, even, it, I haven't even, uh, yeah, I haven't even met Justin, but I'm roasting him. But you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But, <laughs> All right, on guys. Well, so he, he's a regular listener of the show, and we we. Okay. Both. Okay. Well, Sludge talks no more than I do. But oh, we, man. We, we dear friend. Definitely I mean, a dear friend. Their own, but that's a, that, each their own, but that's a, that's a rough. Well, hey, he's not, he's not he, unfortunately, he's not here. Mark pretty much threw him under the bus by saying we called him an adjective. I may be if wrong. He, if he comes on and says, wait a minute, I never said that, you okay. can blame Mark for it. Yeah. We're going we're to look tomorrow on his Facebook, and yes. there's going to be an edited version of that Top five. We're going to see Shin Godzilla Anime 98. So, yeah. Uh, right. you go. Well, guys, and, and again, oh, as far as the stomp rating, back to Terror Meg Godzilla, since we've had a, just a fun episode yeah. talking about stuff. <laughs> we actually gave this a three out of three and a half out of five for the stomp rating. So, um, it's one of those ones, man. I mean, it's Godzilla. I mean, you could definitely watch worse ones. 98, you know, Godzilla's Revenge, Justin, just so you know, um, than this. But this is a great film. It's a lot of fun. We all obviously enjoy it. A lot of great things about it. A um, little slow build up to Godzilla, but don't worry. When he shows up, it's worth it. I mean, it's it's definitely epic. So you guys got anything else you want to say about the movie? I'm all good. No, good. I, I have to agree with my dad and say it's, it is a go-to. I think it's a fantastic one to watch. I think even a non-Godzilla fan would enjoy it. I mean, it has a good story. There's enough monster action to fill a Godzilla fan and an average watcher. So I, I think it's I think it was a great way to end the show a series. I think it's a great Godzilla film. Yeah, I agree. I, I I even liked the putting Godzilla versus Megazilla in this together, the back to back immediate sequels, oh, yeah. one long yeah. storyline. Um, I thought it was really cool. Definitely worth watching. So you guys should definitely check it out. And uh, man, yeah. and again, before we jump off of here, if you guys are into metal of any kind, especially black metal, please give RJ's album a listen. Within Thy Wounds, the album's called Force of Iniquity. You won't be disappointed. Sludge likes it, so that's all you need to know right there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate it. Oh, man, you're welcome. So, all right, guys, thank you again so much for listening. Uh, of course, go comment on the page. Let us know what you think. The more friends we get out of this, the better, because we love that. And uh, join us next, well, week after next, in two weeks, for the next Monster Movie Stomp Down. We're doing The Ship of Monsters, 1960 Mexican sci-fi horror western movie that looks absolutely amazing i cannot wait to rot some brain cells watching this one and we'll be joined by none other than pete quint um who's a friend of ours who um actually found out how he found our show he was looking for he told me the other day he was looking for a guy um he y'all remember that kaiju box like kind of loot crate type deal that came out a few years ago anybody yeah. i'm not sure no so they did that it, yeah, it, it didn't go anywhere it ended up kind of falling through, but it was uh, it was like the loot crate boxes, but it was kaiju box. Well, this guy it ended up going under. This guy ended up screwing a lot of people out of money. Um, Pete, unfortunately, was one of those. 
but there was a guy talking out against that guy who created the kaiju box and i guess his he had a podcast show called really? sludge industries or something like that and he was trying to find his show and came across our show and that's how he found it and just started listening and then became one of our friends. So I think that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. cool. So we will have Pete Quint. And of course, I do cool. want to promote his show, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. Um, they, of course, watch, well, bad movies um, <laughs> that are just are not very good. Um, it's a great, hilarious show um, for you know our listeners. We do run a pretty clean show. I'm not saying theirs isn't clean, but uh, it's definitely hilarious. But they do have a little bit of language in theirs. Um, and But it's a great show. I actually just listened to the newest episode, Kroll. Uh, they did Kroll from 1983, I think, um, today, and that was a hysterical uh, episode. So, I mean, it's definitely a fun show to listen to, um, especially listening to them banter about how much they like or didn't like uh, a movie that they watch. Um, so I'm excited to have Pete here um, for the next uh, show. Hopefully we'll get him back a time or two for some other ones, uh, since this was the one he called me out on. So for those who heard the Leviathan one, I know we've talked about this, but I, you guys heard me call Pete out and finding a monster movie I've never seen. Uh, to be honest, that was the first movie he mentioned. I mean, right out the gate, first movie uh, he he said I had never seen. So I'm excited to do this one. And it was and, within minutes, wasn't it? it oh was yeah, like within man. minutes of yeah. It, it was like, uh, I mean, like as, you really, as soon I mean, as soon as he listened to it, dude, it's like he but just yeah, a minute or two after he started listening to the show, he he just messaged me. He's like, here you go. And I was like, dang, I'd never seen that. <laughs> and, uh, so so I'm really excited about this one. But uh, again, guys, thank you all so much. Definitely stay tuned for the next monster movie stomp down and uh, keeping ear out for the main episode this month it's going to be a little interesting of course with the COVID-19 stuff going on we got a lot of quarantine we're trying to make sure that it's going to be a good episode we got some good topics and uh, hopefully have a friend of ours from church coming um, to do this episode with us which would be pretty cool um, we're wanting to dive into the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, on the next podcast episode for the main show uh, which would be interesting because that's a huge history again all spins off from Ultraman but there's a much bigger history for the Power Rangers than what you may know here in America and we're excited to talk about that so interesting Oh man, it's gonna that be good. Interesting. I've never, uh, you know, Power Power Rangers was like I was already, uh, you know, eighteen, nineteen when the when the Power Rangers started coming around. That's more like RJ's yeah. area around there. So I was, I, I know very little about Power, other than the Pink Ranger was pretty cute. That's about <laughs> it. Oh yeah, That's dude. Everybody, mine and RJ's age, like that time frame, like Kimberly <laughs> yeah. was the hottest thing ever. Like everyone had the hots for Amy Joe that, Johnson. Uh, was her name? She was in that Senate. She was at Comic Con. We went to the yeah. Tony, She was there. Yeah, she was there. Yeah, she was there. We, we, I admired her from afar. <laughs> so not me, man. I would have got a so. picture right there with her. Be like, and then send it to Josh Bramlett from the protest. Be like, ah, I got a picture with Amy Joe Johnson. What's up now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, so, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that one because there's a there's a big history. I mean, that's that series actually has been going um, on from Japan since the late 70s um, and still to this day. Wow. I mean, there's I mean, 30, 40 something different series um, and then countless spinoffs. So pretty excited about that one. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so definitely stay tuned. I was just upstairs. I was just upstairs going through some boxes and a megazord or something. RJ had made a noise. The battery was so good in it. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you all so much for listening. Check out the rest of the episodes this month. And then uh, we'll be back for the Ship of Monsters. This is Sludge. And Mark. And RJ. And, and Ruben. <laughs> y'all have a good night. Good night.
I think I, I think actually the, the Godzilla '98 yeah. moved him into uh, really liking Ferris Bueller's Day Off too. That's a great so, movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. There yeah, is it nothing is. wrong with Ferris <laughs> Bueller's oh, yeah. Day Off. Yeah, you don't you need would, no Godzilla '98 for that, Mister Broderick. Uh, no, Broderick was great back in the day. Oh, yeah, okay. But man, I'll tell you what, he crapped his career down well, the tube with that Godzilla well, You bought the magazine, dude. It's dude, it was the just there. Upstairs. Okay, okay. Just letting you know. Just, <laughs> you <bought them. laughs> just letting you know. Two bucks, man. Two bucks. <laughs> Car time. Hey, man. Hey, hey, to keep that up, man, you're going to have to take start taking that Geritol. You know, you're getting old. Who? <laughs> Not me, you. No, you. You. No, I'm all right there. I'm good, man. I don't need that. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm bald, gray-headed, the whole nine yards. Dude, the moment I start balding, I'm shaving my head. Oh, wow. I already, I've already tried it. I know it oh. works. Doing it. Yeah. So. All right, here we, here we go. That, we ain't never going to get this started. No, never, yeah. never. It's out of control. <laughs> this is the stuff we're going to put at the end of the show for people to listen to. All right, here we go. Um 28. Here we go. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I don't remember what episode it was. Oh, my lord. <laughs> okay. Okay.